Takeover Podcast, the Bitcoin podcast for OGs and intermediaries. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, and like this episode. Also, read the new BTCT KVR magazine. This episode is sponsored by Wasabi Wallet, Crypto Steel, Shop in a Bit, and Sadodime. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Hello there and welcome to the Bitcoin Takeover Podcast. I am Vlad, your Bitcoin influencer's influencer, and I'm here today with a very special episode that's going to shine a light on a different part of the world about which you don't hear too much. My guest today is Sam Lee, who is one of the organizers of the Bitcoin Hong Kong meetup. And unfortunately, he cannot do video for you, so you're not going to able to be able to see his face. But he has a lot of interesting stuff to say, which is going to detach you a bit from all of the events that get reported on mainstream news in the West, which mostly concern either Gensler, the SEC, institutions in the US, or something in Europe. So this is going to be an episode about, about Hong Kong, and I'm very happy to have you, Sam. Hey, thanks for inviting. Uh, well, hello everyone. Uh, I'm Sam from Hong Kong. Um, well, I have uh, organized uh, the Hong Kong meetup for how, how many years? For uh, four years? Well, uh, I met Leo uh, in 2018. Uh, I think many people know Leo in Hong Kong, and he is a very uh, influencing uh, big corners in Hong Kong. Uh, and then I joined his meetup, and I sometime I, I host meetup in 2019. Uh, this is uh, the time before the COVID. Uh, at that time, uh, in the meetup, you see a lot of different kind of people, like uh, the pe mainly the people from the Western uh, countries. Uh, they go to Hong Kong for business, uh, for crypto, or for a uh, lot of things. At that time, they would be like. Um, uh, ICO, ICO quiz, and everyone is asking for uh, ICO coin offer and uh, how to buy Bitcoin at that time. So I feel interesting. So I, I think uh, I want to host the Bitcoin meetup uh, to meet more people in Hong Kong. Um, well, uh, let's say about um, the, uh, uh, the the Bitcoin community. Um, before the COVID, uh, well, before the COVID, the, the people, uh, I mean, uh, they travel around. Um, there are lots of different kinds of people, but once the COVID happened and the people um, can travel to Hong Kong, and how can we uh, do the meetup? Uh, it was like um, 
a very very challenging environment when you are a host to um, to to do the meetup in in the environment that uh, you no longer hang out in bars restaurants or any place indoors so uh, I would do uh, uh, at that time I just change it to uh, online. Also, I, I do a GC meetup, but it's all private because, uh, well, uh, I'm so shy to to do podcasts to 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 let everyone uh, know see my face uh, talking. Uh, so that's uh, I just uh, post a link to the group and then uh, let people join. Uh, some people really join. Uh, uh, they do join us and uh, we talk about the Bitcoin uh, stops. Uh, usually, like. Um, uh, the recent news. Well, uh, but uh, in the in the COVID time, uh, Hong Kong is very uh, a little bit boring because there are virtually no news from Hong Kong. Most of the news is from elsewhere because uh, Bitcoin or uh, crypto things in Hong Kong is quite new. Although some of the very very famous uh, crypto company like uh, Binance and FTX, the recent uh, collapse FTX. Uh, orig were all originally found in Hong Kong. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why they moved out from Hong Kong, this part of the world, uh, eastern part of the world. Um, most likely is the, uh, the, the, the crypto exchanges at that time, I mean, uh, before the COVID, they think the regulation framework is not clear enough. So they don't know what would be allowed or not. So as somehow they found some places uh, better than running business in Hong Kong, although Hong Kong is very good for running any businesses. Uh, so uh, this is a, the, the time uh, we are in, in, in COVID time. Well, uh, when we do the online meetup uh, at the COVID time, uh, people would like to uh, share more about Bitcoin. Uh, I mean, uh, share more Bitcoin, uh, uh, um, their philosophy about uh, Bitcoin, uh, rather than the ICO or like uh, the market or coin, coin offer or, or trading or what. Well, at that time, just like you have time to um, consolidate yourself, this because um, like um, you, you are all the all the people, all the businessmen, all the uh, uh, all, all the crypto exchanges, ICO or stuff, uh, um, we're, uh, we're moving away. So the the people who stay in Hong Kong, I mean, in the COVID time really like Bitcoin and well so that's why uh, the meetup still going on it's very very difficult to 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 host a meetup uh, at that time uh, not all the time uh, the the bars or uh, the restaurant were closed but uh, let's say like they will close the bar for three months for the uh, search of I mean, uh, for, for the COVID outbreak, uh, outbreak wave, uh, and then they will reopen. But uh, once they reopen, they introduce some, um, some, some, some restriction. You have to have your QR code before you 
entering in a restaurant, you have to get jab before you you can have access to restaurant. So at that time, the Bitcoin window is very, very difficult. And some people don't want to join. So we moved to the place uh, which is not uh, indoor. Uh, some places like um, IFC uh, uh, Garden on the, on the fourth floor, uh, people can join the meetup without showing their vaccine pass because uh, at that time the vaccine pass uh, is a must. Uh, it's show a QR code to scan and then uh, it's verify you are you get enough jabs uh, before entering uh, a restaurant or a bar. And um, wow, we, at that time, it's still going on. I think, thank God, and we, we're still going on, the, the mid of thing. And after the, uh, after the COVID lockdown, and we have another challenge, like um, seems like the people are moving out uh, since the COVID lockdown. Like um, well, I, I our our co-founder, uh, very very OG Bitcoiners Leo, moved out of Hong Kong. Uh, we have a lot of people are moving out. Um, this is very challenging. Uh, in my opinion, um, how to maintain a community and it's like um, do you, can you find somebody uh like Bitcoin like you like yourself? Uh, if you can find somebody who likes Bitcoin, like you like Bitcoin, and you can keep the community up. Right. So you told me the story about what happened during the pandemic and the fact that lots of community members that were attending the Bitcoin meetup in Hong Kong have left. What is it like yeah. right now? Are you still under lockdowns? Is it still as bad? Well, uh, we we uh, Hong Kong uh, we moved the lockdown policy last year uh, last December, and then it was it, it is it was much much better, uh, but like um, well, the I think the, it, this time would be like uh, we are recovering, but I see no sign that we will recover to the point before COVID. This is the something I feel uh, I feel worried. Uh, not just Bitcoin, but other things. But uh, we mainly focus on Bitcoin. So the policy, I mean, the COVID policy changed Hong Kong forever. So it takes time to um, put Hong Kong to the stage that uh, like uh, before the pandemic. Uh, it takes time. Uh, like the people moving out to Hong Kong, uh, would they move back? This is the the, the big the, the the big question, uh, because uh, like when they move back, they will have to uh, because in these pandemic times, they the people moving out have set up their new life in other countries, and after these three years of lockdown or policy, uh, COVID policy, when they uh, co consider moving back to Hong Kong, they will consider their career, uh, uh, career uh, their families or their, uh, uh, their community and friends uh, because they have their new life in another country. So uh, this is what I observe. Um, so in, in this, in the background uh, of the COVID lockdown and people moving out, uh, Hong Kong government have a uh, policy U-turn uh, of the uh, crypto stance. 
because uh, previously uh, the government did not recognize crypto uh, or um, they would like to softly ban the crypto, uh, but they don't have a clear regulatory uh, framework to regulate crypto businesses. And um, last year, uh, they start to do the consultation um, and may everyone uh, didn't know uh, what, what would be the result of the consultation. Uh, would it lead to a, a total crypto ban in Hong Kong? Uh, uh, well, uh, but recently, I mean, a few few months ago, uh, government announced that uh, the retail uh, retail investor are allowed to uh, invest in in uh, a licensed crypto exchange in Hong Kong. Well, this is uh, a good starting point that the government have a U-turn uh, to the crypto policy. And they also introduced a term called Web3. Uh, well, uh, as a big corner, I know the Web3, like, as I know, Web3 for a big corner, like, you use Noster and you can use that function to keep the, the, the content provider using Bitcoin Lightning. Um, so this is the, the concept of rest free, web free uh, uh, of a big corner. Uh, well, I'm I think the government would have a different version, uh, a vision of web three, and most of the government in the world would like to roll out uh, um, CBDC, a central bank digital currency. Well, if uh, they have the technology to um, to roll out um, web three. Uh, in the uh, to the mass population, and it it will be much easier for the government to push the CBDC uh, usage. Seems like um this um is like um uh, um uh, uh, this is similar to the Bitcoin adoption. If the people don't have Bitcoin wallet or just have uh, an exchange. They won't use Bitcoin in their real life. What is the Bitcoin usage in, in real life? I mean, just like uh, when we go to a Bitcoin meetup, we can sh uh, share the bill by uh, using Bitcoin to split the bill. Like, uh, oh, this, uh, uh, this beer has uh, 100 Hong Kong dollars, and, and, and the bill will be, uh, I mean, the bill will be like uh, 200 Hong Kong dollars. And then uh, we share the bill, and you pay the two hundred dollar, and I pay you back the hundred Hong Kong dollar using Bitcoin. So this is one 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 of the uh, real life example when uh, when people uh, use Bitcoin in in their real life, just like what happened in CBDC adoption. Like if they have more more use case, the people can use the CBDC coin to pay. The adoption just like this, uh, uh, just like skyrocketing. Uh, well, I, I was thinking that um, CBDC would be like a very strong competitor to uh, of of Bitcoin, like um, because Bitcoin in the fiat money world, the 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 value is uh, very volatile. Like uh, today, uh, you see the price uh, in terms of US dollar, what uh, uh, it will be like. Uh, Few percentage change in in a single day, so the mass uh, adoption would be 
this is the, the main hurdle. Uh, the mass won't adopt Bitcoin to use in, in daily life because they think that uh, the value of Bitcoin is fluctuating a lot. So they don't know whether they took their coin, uh, how much is their coin uh, today. Uh, they don't know how much they can spend. So uh, at this time, I think the adoption, like the level of the adoption is stopping. I think it is like it's stuck with uh, at um, uh, uh, store value stage. The people buy Bitcoin and store value and hope for the appreciation of Bitcoin price. And some of the decentralized solution like Lightning um, or some uh, 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 businesses using Bitcoin. Uh, like a, BC, a BTC pay or what, uh, Bitcoin pay or what, uh, they, they accept Bitcoin. They, they have a solution for the merchants to accept uh, Bitcoin, on-chain Bitcoin. Well, uh, this kind of uh, adoption uh, is relatively small compared comparing with the uh, traditional banks. So we need more uh, uh, education, more exposure to let people know how to use Bitcoin in their real life. Uh, even uh, the Bitcoiners, uh, the Bitcoin society, the very hardcore Bitcoiners, uh, some of them do not accept Lightning. Like uh, they think that Lightning is not uh, perfect, is not uh, reliable, and, uh, and yeah. And they, some of them feel okay with high fee over the Lightning, uh, uh, um, uh, over Lightning, because they think that Lightning is not hundred percent reliable. But I, I know I, I, I understand uh, their feeling. Yeah. So that's why if you have, if you, if you, uh, um, wanting a community, uh, there's a lot of problem like this. Okay, so let's say that I travel today to Hong Kong and I'm going to attend your meetup. How should I expect my experience to be? Should I expect openness or should I be more cautious in regards to the government and the local places that may not like the idea of Bitcoin? Well, uh, I think uh, the, the official stance uh, has been changed these few months. And when you are a tourist and to visit Hong Kong and attend a Bitcoin meetup, uh, you will feel the openness because uh, in Hong Kong, there will still some uh, degree of uh, freedom of speech. So you can say things you like, and especially in some, uh, 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 um, in some busy, busy business district. And you can easily find some people like you, uh, the expatriates, uh, the people from overseas will join the meetup. So the Bitcoin meetup in Hong Kong would be like less local, uh, a very difficult, uh, different from from European countries or American country because uh, Hong Kong, the locals uh, show up less than the people from overseas. Um, but uh, everyone's are welcome, uh, no matter they are local or uh, uh, foreigners. Uh, well, we, we can talk a lot of things like uh, how do you think about the market? How do you think about the, uh, the, the Bitcoin adoption in your home country and what happened in Hong Kong? Uh, um, recently, like 
the regulation. Um, well, now we have two licenses uh, for the crypto exchange in Hong Kong, and one of the licenses uh, was recently granted to a company called HashKey, uh, uh, founded in Hong Kong. And but uh, I can say that the crypto exchange in Hong Kong is very different. I think very different from other crypto uh, company. I mean, all crypto exchanges, no matter if they, if they are licensed or not, because the crypto like and the licensed crypto exchange in Hong Kong, like you can just trade in fiat money. You can see your balance, uh, uh, what coin you are holding, but you are actually can take out the, the coins, uh, the crypto from, from the platform. So this is the main point that uh, I, I concern because if it is a, an effective uh, exchange, they will let you withdraw the Bitcoin from the, from the exchange. Uh, not not just let you uh, exchange fiat money and trading uh, for gain or loss. The platform like in Hong Kong, like uh, fiat money uh, trading platform. So it's nothing about Bitcoin, I, in my opinion. So uh, we can talk a lot of things in Bitcoin, you know, because in Hong Kong, we don't have a very, very strong uh, influencers. And the very strong influences like Leo left. And so we can talk about a lot of things. And we with, we can see that the communities in Hong Kong, I mean, the Bitcoin communities in Hong Kong, different people have different views. Just like some people are very, uh, very, very uh, are strong, uh, are, are very strong fans of Lightning. And some of them are opposing Lightning. But they they are still in the same Hong Kong Bitcoin community, so this is very important that uh, the people with different views can share their opinions uh, in the Bitcoin meetup. Uh, so um, I think the, the the culture in in Hong Kong Bitcoin meetup are a little bit different from Europe, isn't it? <laughs> Well, uh, usually we will have What's like um, I thought you stopped and I was gonna play an ad. Let let me play this and then I'll let you continue. Navi Wallet is unfairly private. It's the most advanced and most used Bitcoin privacy wallet with half a million downloads across Windows, Mac OS, and Linux, as well as thousands of fresh new Bitcoins getting mixed every month. Wasabi makes use of the new generation Wabi Sabi engine to create mega coin joins, thus mixing your Bitcoins with those of hundreds of other users. From amounts lower than 0.01 BTC and remixes, you pay no coordination fee. Even if you don't use CoinJoins, Wasabi Wallet has a native Tor integration and downloads block filters to help you keep your network level and public key privacy. Download Wasabi Wallet for free today at wasabiwallet.io and experience the future of Bitcoin privacy. All right, Sam, so sorry for interrupting. I was going to ask you about the services that are available in Europe and America. 
and may not be as popular or even available in Hong Kong. For example, self-custody devices like hardware wallets. Do you have any of that? Because we have fairly good distribution of Trezor and Ledger and Bitbox and whatever here in Europe. But I was curious what it's like in Hong Kong in terms of self-custody. I think you're muted. Okay, okay, I'm back. Uh, well, in Hong Kong, it can be very old school. Like the sales custody would be like paper wallet. <laughs> well, uh, I, I heard of some some brand, uh, but it is not uh, based in in Hong Kong. Uh, uh, one of my friends would have a brand called uh, BC Vault. It's a Russian guy, and uh, they have a he, he has a company to uh, have. Um, hardware wallet and and yeah and some of i i most of the uh, hardware wallet i use will be from overseas not not produced in hong kong uh like a casa node um uh is a it's a wallet casa c-a-s-a and and yeah uh they're very very uh new at that time to roll out like blink but yeah in my experience so-so mm, and well uh yeah do the hong kong people uh, buy a hardware wallet i think so but most of them are buying from overseas and uh, mostly uh, by the big brands big brands like uh ledger x or i don't know maybe something similar but uh, for me uh, i recommend paper wallet okay that's interesting. I know there is Lishin Liu from, it used to be Kobo, now it's called Keystone, and he sells this hardware wallet to the Chinese market. I wasn't sure if that one is available in Hong Kong or not. But it, it's interesting to know that it's so OG that you don't really use these devices. I was expecting you to tell me that there are clones of such hardware wallets that are being sold on the market. It seems like that's not really the case. Uh, not really. Uh, yeah, um, some some people will have their business businesses uh, in uh, hardware wallet, but uh, in my experience in the Bitcoin meetup in Hong Kong, uh, well, people show very little interest. I mean, I mean, uh, the people in Hong Kong, maybe they used to have a uh, 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 clean water, uh, safe food, a uh, uh, stable financial market, so they would be like to have a famous platform to store their coins like they they will store coins in binance or store their coins in ftx but it's uh, already bankrupt and and uh, some people will store the bitcoin in in a mobile wallet like um something like economy uh some like uh, traditional Bitcoin wallet or some Lightning enabled wallet like Phoenix or what, but for hardware wallet it would be like less. But I think Hong you can buy it from Hong Kong because uh, in Hong Kong you have the freedom to uh, uh, to shift on the internet to any uh, foreign website. So uh, if you know the uh, if you want to buy some uh, stuff from the overseas, you can just go online and search it and buy it home. But yeah, I seldom see the advertisement. But I'm actually uh, I seldom see the advertisement about the hub. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry? 
I'm curious if there is delivery. Of course, you can access the website, but can you order something and have it shipped in good conditions to Hong Kong? Yeah. And if you have it yes. shipped, is it verified? Like, do they open it at the border? Well, uh, I can't tell, but in general, uh, the custom uh, would not would not specifically check up Bitcoin wallet uh, in the border. Because uh, this uh, device is uh, marked as uh, general electronics, so general electronics would not be opened uh, or uh, double checked in, in in the border. I as I uh, in my knowledge, well, this is like uh, you buy a phone from overseas, and uh, yeah, and and it's shipped to Hong Kong, just something like this. So uh, they won't check it. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think if you have access to AliExpress, which is one of the largest marketplaces and I guess has good coverage in Hong Kong, I think Ben, yeah. who created Ellen Bits, has made this DIY hardware wallet that you can make. You basically buy a LilyGo, which is a device that's about $15 on AliExpress. And all you do is get that and flash the ROM that he created and you have a hardware wallet on a very general purpose device. I think that's a very nice workaround in places where you don't really have access to these items. And maybe that you don't have the technology or the technical inclination to put together a Trezor from pieces. Oh, wow. Uh, I heard of this uh, because uh, Leo also demonstrates <laughs> uh, his homemade uh, a lightning device. Uh, well, uh, it mostly for the technical uh, proficient person, uh, uh, tech geeks for that. But uh, I, I appreciate that uh, someone demonstrate to me. Wow, uh, it's, it's quite nice because uh, it's homemade and you just press the ROM, uh, I mean the program, and make it uh, in the hardware. And it's very cheap. I think it's very cheap because, uh, like, as you say, it's just like $15 from AliExpress, and and then you set it up um, according to to the uh, to, to 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 the menu provided by the the offer. Uh, so it's like, uh, well, this is quite innovative. I like that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's innovative, but it's only pretty cypherpunk, meaning that you get something that you can use for anything. It can be a video game system. It can be a basic. I don't know, something that used to display information. But you flash that ROM and you have a hardware wallet inside of it. And anyone who looks at it thinks it's a game system or something. So they don't care much about what you hold in your hands. It doesn't look suspicious. Whereas in the case of something else like, let's say, Ledger or Trezor or whatever, they look much more like actual branded devices. So in a situation where the government is so adversarial, it's good to have these alternatives. But I was, I was also wondering what it's like with privacy in Hong Kong. If you can buy Bitcoin without doing KYC, or if it's fine if you mix your coins with CoinJoin and then use it on exchanges if they ask for extra information or whatever. Well, uh, in Hong Kong, uh, 
As I know, the exchanges in Hong Kong is nothing about Bitcoin because just a fair trading. But there's some uh, exchanges in Hong Kong are not licensed. Uh, they are all the OTC exchanges. There are lots of OTC exchanges and Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin ATM uh, in Hong Kong. Um, well, one of the fame, uh, most famous uh, OTC exchanges in Hong Kong is one Satoshi, and they would like to uh, do the exchanges with the KYC uh, and purely in cash. So it is not regulated uh, up to this point because, like, uh, the regulation uh, proposed. Uh, by the uh, imposed by the government, uh, mainly regulate the online platform. Uh, for the physical uh, exchanges like the cash, cash to Bitcoin exchanges is not regulated. So uh, there's no uh, requirement to uh, to ask you for your ID card or passport before you doing the exchanges in those OTC exchange. But some some OTC exchanges would. Uh, ask you for your uh, KYC information, but one Satoshi uh, does not do that. They do not uh, need um, KYC for that. So they would be like you if you are a Bitcoin buyer, you can uh, you can take your uh, you can give out your cash to the OTC exchange, and they um, they just check the cash and they count it and they will send you the Bitcoin to the, the address you desired. So uh, it's very simple, as simple as possible. Of yeah, course, all the exchanges in Hong Kong dollar. Yeah, reasonable. Do you have ATMs or places where you can go and buy without having to present ID or something? Well, ATM, we have a lot of ATM. Uh, some of the some of the uh, very famous exchanges like Genesis Block, uh, well, it, they they uh, they they are, they closed down. Uh, they they are out of business. I mean, they were they were out of business uh, last year after the, the collapse of FTX. Uh, well, uh, other than that, there would be a lot of brands uh, of ATM in Hong Kong. Uh, well, the I mean. Uh, an average person does not expect that many Bitcoin ATM in Hong Kong. But in fact, there are lots of Bitcoin ATMs in Hong Kong. Uh, the, but the disadvantage of ATM is those are really, really high fee. And all of the OTC exchanges and ATM, uh, they have camera on. So if you don't want to if you want want to have more privacy, you can put on your mask or, or put on your cap. Uh, uh, this, this this is still manageable. And but uh, if you want um, absolute privacy, I don't think those uh, solutions are are the best. I mean, uh, if you if you want to like um, do it online and without KYC, better to do it with the Bitcoin people you know. The people, the, the Bitcoin people you know, and they can exchange Bitcoin for you, so this all private, right? If you don't have Bitcoin people to, to trade Bitcoin or, uh, or exchange Bitcoin and fiat money with you, 
better go to the OTC exchange. And the fee just like three uh, percent, but it's still a little bit high comparing with uh, the online platform, the licensed exchanges, because um, there's some risk for them. They have to count your cash. They have to. Uh, they have their business risk, and those three percent is the fair value, in my opinion. And ATM would be like five to ten percent. Is very very high because it's totally anonymous and it's automatic. Uh, so they would be like they, the fee would be super high. I think recently the price is uh, uh, the the fee is a bit lower than a few years before. That's good to know. Let me play another ad, and I'm gonna come back with more questions. Okay. CryptoSeal is the original Bitcoin cold storage backup, and it's been innovating self-custody since 2013. Designed and manufactured in Europe from the finest and most resistant stainless steel, the CryptoSeal cassette and the CryptoSeal capsule are industry standards. These cold storage devices are made to resist house fires, extreme floods, and physical shocks. You can also use CryptoSeal to store your important passwords, VIP39 passphrase, or Noster private key. Buy your crypto steel today from cryptosteel.com and use promo code BTCTKVR to get a 10% discount. Crypto steel. Secure your Bitcoin like an OG. So I guess you guys don't have access to crypto steel, which is the original design for metal tablets that's used for backup. Mm -hmm. But do you have something similar? Well, the the X are very very interesting you know you have a pretty girl on on the on the x and then they sell something very innovative but in hong kong i think mm, not really maybe people just doing it in a lab i think mm, i i haven't heard heard of something similar in hong kong i mean produced it in hong kong yeah it's interesting because the design has been open sourced by crypto steel in 2013 and since then, lots of copies emerged. There's a Bilfaddle, there's the Kobo tablet. There are lots of variations of the same design. So I was thinking maybe since you mentioned that you use paper wallets, which are not super secure, but they can be convenient. I was thinking maybe you have a more robust form of backup that is available to you. Yeah, the backup is a very big issue. You know, you have to uh, store your paper and you have to make sure it's secure. You can't put it in one location, and you can't make it too obvious, and you can't make it very, very easy for people to get. You may have some encryption or something something just you know before you make your paper wallet. And it's very, very difficult for, for, for F and, an average person to back up your keys. But you have, with those tools, uh, because it's open source, yes, you can verify it, but open source is not equal to completely safe. Just like uh, all the DeFi projects recently, uh, there are a lot of hack, and many, many DeFi projects, uh, are, they are clean, they, they are open source. Well, there would be something like, um, there would be some gap between um, uh, perfectly open source and gen uh, genuine uh, and uh, 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 and a flaw like 
do you uh, uh, can you can you make sure that the the product or the production uh, is exactly built from the open source they they yeah they they are available this is the first question uh, or and you can just build yourself to 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 fix this problem and secondly would be like uh, how can you evaluate uh, the open source code by yourself? Can you trust everybody who just uh, look at the code and they think safe and use it? Of course, uh, those open source, Bitcoin is also open source, but Bitcoin use case like they have much more actors to make sure it, Bitcoin is safe and Bitcoin is, yeah, is reliable. But all the other uh, layer two solution or all the peripheral solution like um, uh, uh, the wallet, uh, uh, I mean, um, the wallet management tools, uh, you have to be very, very uh, cautious in my opinion. Uh, you have to study it really good and uh, look through the codes and you have to test it. Uh, and don't put all the money to to those open source wallet. Is my opinion. <laughs> but yes, innovative, uh, in innovation. I like innovation, so I would try it. Uh, but I order all the eggs in one basket. Yeah, that's very wise advice to not put everything in one basket. Meaning you should not have only one backup for everything because it's likely that something can happen to that. And you have, you should at least have some redundant ones or some different ones in different wallets. It's up to you to figure out how that works and what your Fed model is. But I was wondering at your meetup, what are the most popular, let's say, top three most popular desktop and top three most popular mobile wallets that you use? Okay. Well, uh, I think the most popular would be like Electrum. Uh, as I heard, uh, the Bitcoiners show up in, in the Bitcoin meetup. Um, using desktop wallet, is those are, are those quite technically proficient and OG. So they will be like using uh, Electrum. Uh, for Bitcoin Core, uh, less people are using Bitcoin Core, more, more people using Electrum. Uh, I mean, Electrum. And... Well, for the mobile wallet, like people nowadays use more uh, Lightning uh, powered, uh, uh, Lightning supported wallet. Uh, and what we like, some, some people would like to use Phoenix, uh, like to use a uh, 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 Boo wallet. But Boo wallet recently uh, stopped some, uh, well, Boo wallet is not self custody. Boo wallet is, uh, is, is, is custody but not self-host so and they they have turned off some um surface so it makes it less convenient for people to you use blue wallet? blue yeah blue wallet and i remember that previously you can open a new uh you let uh, i mean you can open a, a new lightning wallet pretty easy you just open a wallet, but now you have to have your own wallet first and connect to the Boo Wallet app. So if I have a, already have a, elect, a Lightning wallet, I don't need Boo Wallet, right? 
I mean, for the for for an average user, uh, well, uh, so maybe people would would like using a uh, breeze, uh, uh, Phoenix, and uh, something similar. Interesting. So I, Mostly because yeah, the wallets the that you enumer enumerated as lightning ones are non-custodial. There's Breeze, there's Phoenix. You said that Blue Wallet used to be popular. That's custodial, but they stopped using it. I'm surprised you haven't said anything about wallets of Satoshi. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have this one, <laughs> but uh, I forgot it. But maybe less people are mentioning it, so I forgot it. Yeah, makes sense. It's popular among Noster users. I mean, no star, that's the way it's actually pronounced. And I think the other popular one is LB because it has lots of integrations. But it's interesting to know that in Hong Kong, you actually care about sovereignty and self-custody. As you mentioned that the two most popular desktop wallets are Electrum and Bitcoin Core. That's super hardcore OG. And it's also the way that I would go if I was in your situation. And on Lightning, you have Phoenix and Breeze, which are kings of usage, which I, I think is super cool. I, I believe that every American or European listening to this should take some lessons from your way of handling your Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, this is the simplest thing to do uh, because uh, if you control your keys and the coins are really yours, uh, otherwise, you can you 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 can I mean you can control you can control the ownership if you just put the coin to the exchanges or what. Well, uh, but uh, but it's also like a double-edged sword because like um, because you are the the self-host uh, of your own wallet, you have to make sure it is safe because once you lost it and mishandle it the cons will be gone. So that means you can just put all the eggs in one basket. Like you just put all the, if you just put all your Bitcoin in the paper wallet or hardware wallet or just one place, uh, even though you have a very good backup plan, it's still very dangerous. Uh, so you have to have some diversified ways uh, to do that. So I don't I I don't reject uh Bitcoin ETF if those ETF are holding the 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 Bitcoin really hold the Bitcoin uh, as spot Bitcoin but don't of course don't put all the money to one things uh and for some not very technically uh proficient uh a uh, user uh they can they may like to buy something. They need. I think they need a spot Bitcoin ETF for that, because they don't. Uh, they don't like to hold the Bitcoin using their wallet. They're not technically uh, 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 ready enough. So, Bitcoin is something suitable for every level of people. Yeah, I agree with that. And right now, I'm going to play an ad for a sponsor which actually makes some cards that help you basically transfer the Bitcoin from one person to the other without a non-chain transaction. It's like Bitcoin Cash, but not BCH. So let me play this, and then I'm going to come back with more questions for you. Okay. 
Remember the paper wallet? Ah, uh, yes. The good old days when you printed your Bitcoin private key on an offline computer? It was so fun, but not really easy and totally not secure. Today, we have Sadodime, a chip card that acts just like your good old paper wallet, but with all the modern security features and top-notch functionality. It turns your Bitcoin into a bearer asset, which you can easily trade in person. Thanks to NFC, you can use the Sadodime card with your smartphone. Creating a new pair of Bitcoin keys takes just two swipes. Check your balance in real time, create multiple key pairs. Whenever you want, you can reveal your Bitcoin wallet's private key with just a single click. The simple uncluttered interface lets you quickly see if a key pair has been unsealed. Finally, the cold storage you've been looking for. Available now on sadodime.io. You know, Sam, I was thinking that you are pretty resilient if you are still in Hong Kong and you still do meetups. On a scale from 1 to 10, how likely do you think that it is for the government to step down and try to confiscate all of the Bitcoin that you and everyone else owns? Well, uh, uh, well, I think it... Well, it's a very difficult question, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think if I think Bitcoin is something they can't control. Uh, let's take some example. Take the stance of the uh, take take example like the stance of uh, the 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 government all over the world. Well. Uh, at the beginning, they will think that uh, Bitcoin or crypto, mainly Bitcoin, uh, is illegal and uh, cri just criminal is using it or something, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, some smear campaign, uh, the label, the bad label on, on, on Bitcoin. And more recently, people are doing the proof of work uh, agri-firm, like uh, the China a mining ban, uh, the Western world, uh, uh, some uh, ESG environmentalists complain of a Bitcoin energy usage, and with those flawed uh, reasons uh, and, and researches, uh, but end up Bitcoin um, is going green, like more and more uh, Bitcoin mining is based on the green, uh, uh, green source. So you see recently, um, U.S. Uh, SEC is going to approve a, a Bitcoin ETF. It's spot Bitcoin ETF, but I'm not going to say more about uh, the U.S. But as I know, the government, like, less and less reason to ban Bitcoin and less and less reason to be hostile toward Bitcoin. So... Uh, uh, in history, um, sometimes government would con con just just take take all your gold, uh, take all your properties in some uh, special times or emergent emergent times. But for Bitcoin, I think it may happen if Bitcoin is become too successful, just like because like every day is rising or. The adoption is booming, and more and more adoptions, more and more users, and more and more visible in daily life. Government would be like how to control the ownership and uh, how to control the activity around Bitcoin. I think this time 
it's not yet. Uh, they just found that there's no reason and not possible to ban the activity around Bitcoin. So they have to change their approach. But I think they would be like, they, they have their hidden agenda. Most of the government have their hidden agenda. Um, maybe they would like to uh, uh, stop outlaw the ownership of Bitcoin or what. But it's just some conspiracy theory, not ungrounded, not yet. Um, there's no proof that the government would do that soon. But um, if you are really like to um, make your Bitcoin safe, make your wealth safe, just do uh, the more research on how to store your Bitcoin safe using paper wallet, uh, hardware wallet, uh, read more review on on uh, open source uh, forum, uh, GitHub or what the platform, and know more learn more about the learn more about Bitcoin, simply Bitcoin. And Lightning is not necessary, but it's a good try to explore because it's a second layer. Uh, it makes the transaction fee cheaper. So if you have some petty petty cash Bitcoin. Uh, like very very few Bitcoin, you can. It's good to to store some very few amount Bitcoin in like in wallet and just uh, do the exchange and transfer with your friends and promote Bitcoin usage during not just Bitcoin meetup uh, or uh, and uh, uh, and also men other kind of gatherings with your friend or family. Try to send Bitcoin to them. Try to explain how to use it and try to accept the Bitcoin they pay to you. And it, it would boost the adoption a lot because it is really, really out of the banking system. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And one, I guess, element during our interview has been the fact that FTX and the collapse of other exchanges in the U.S. has affected business that's related to Bitcoin in Hong Kong. And my question for you is, to which extent do you believe that the events in the U.S., either private, meaning companies that go down, or regulations that come from the U.S. government, affect the Bitcoin scene in Hong Kong? You think it's the case that everything that happens in the U.S. is going to have side effects or direct effects on what's happening around your community? Or do, do you think that you have a degree of independence from all of these dynamics? Well, in Hong Kong, the Bitcoin society are quite less de uh, in, uh, affected by the Western countries. Because like... Um, well, first of all, Bitcoin is not traditional finance. In the traditional finance field in Hong Kong, uh, they are really, really affected by the Western country. Let's say the weight height or what, uh, uh, the sanction or what, it, it affected the traditional market a lot. But for Bitcoin, there's no uh, traditional or regulated market, even those uh, licensed crypto exchange in Hong Kong, they won't really exchange Bitcoin. They just exchange fiat money and, and uh, using a trading platform. So uh, I, I think it's less uh, affected by the uh, uh, US or Western country. Uh, I mean, the Hong Kong uh, Bitcoin community. But um, once the US uh, turn a green light to the 
Bitcoin Spot ETF or, or other Spot ETF, well, uh, it would push Hong Kong government to rethink their role in this Web3 or crypto uh, uh, businesses and strategy. Because uh, those are Hong Kong's competitors. Like, you see, the, the, the adoption in US is very, very huge. Comparing with Hong Kong, I mean, uh, comparing with uh, other places, um, of course, some developing country like El Salvador or Turkey, right? They, they are, their people need Bitcoins, right? So you will see a very high adoption rate. But the the uh, the advanced economy like US or other Western country, they have much more uh, adoption in Bitcoin than the adoption in Hong Kong. So uh, Hong Kong is lagging behind. So I think government know this, so they have to do something. They like to, they accept, they think they accept, but they, they think it is acceptable to explore, uh, so they so-called, they call it Web3, uh, innovative. Uh, but it's not enough, I think. Um, because uh, Hong Kong have to have its own Bitcoin ecosystem uh, or crypto ecosystem so that it can attract the investor and people from overseas again. Now, uh, people are moving out. So we need to attract the people from overseas to, to come back Hong Kong. That's interesting. And I was also wondering why you decided to stay around Hong Kong when you said that everything got stricter and a lot of community members left. What was it that determined you to not leave the country and stay there and try to keep this meetup going? Well, I think the, the influencers uh, have a very, very... I, I think I, I, feel, I feel amazing when I meet the... Uh, Bitcoin, uh, the Bitcoin influencer Leo, he inspired me uh, to uh, to this uh, Bitcoin space, and uh, well, this is very good. So I feel very good to have uh, host Bitcoin meetup in Hong Kong to see many people from overseas and connect the people from from the outside world. And yes, Hong Kong is not very good these years. And as a local, I don't want to leave my home because Hong Kong is my home. I I move out, maybe I will have a better life, maybe, but I may be have a worse life in another country. Uh, and I also don't want to leave my friends, families alone. So that means, yeah, you have to set up your little life uh, completely if you uh, move to another countries or economies. And comparing with Hong Kong, Singapore is not very good place for many of Hong Kong people who used to enjoy their Western or internationalized lifestyle. Uh, yeah, they are still really boring, but they um they are catching up. I mean, Hong Kong can 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 just stop uh, or just. They just uh, uh, um, feel good. No, Hong Kong can't can just feel good and wait for people to come back. People are really moving out. So uh, I hope uh, the Bitcoin community and the crypto thing would attract more people from overseas to uh, come back to Hong Kong and see the other side of Hong Kong 
instead of those very bad things in Hong Kong, uh, the crypto and Bitcoin community is, yeah, is uh, is rep is representing the openness and uh, uh, freedom of speech and um, uh, uh, and and the liberty uh, value uh, of Hong Kong. Yes, and I know that there are differences between Hong Kong and China from a political point of view. You benefit from certain advantages. One of them that you mentioned is that you have access to all the websites. There's no Chinese firewall that's affecting your internet traffic. But what are the other differences? How would you describe yourself different from a Chinese Bitcoiner? Well, Tonga uh, people speak uh different languages, uh, uh, yeah. Well, we speak Cantonese and uh, Chinese speak Mandarin, but uh, uh, ethically we are Chinese, uh, and but we have different type of lifestyle or different type of human rights. Like uh, we have freedom of speech. I can share my view on Bitcoin online without any uh, interruption. Uh, but in mainland, the big corner in mainland, they face a lot of problem. They can't openly uh, discuss Bitcoin on all the social network, like uh, we uh, uh, Chinese Twitter, like Weibo, uh, 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 WeChat or what. Well, they 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 have very very. I I saw my sympathy on them because uh, the 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 freedom of speech and the freedom to express your opinion is very important for everyone, especially the people who love Bitcoin. Uh, because the people who love Bitcoin, they know what Bitcoin is, and they will value the the freedom uh, Bitcoin give them, and they mostly. Uh, I think the mostly the big corner are, are, are the liberals and emerging liberals living in China. I mean, mainland China, not very, very, very good for them. But yeah, uh, God bless. Uh, I hope everyone will find a way to, yeah, to, 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 to find something meaningful uh, in their living place. Um, well, uh, like um, I stay in Hong Kong. I born in. Uh, I was born in Hong Kong. Uh, I I still stay here. Uh, I think. Uh, I hope it will be more open to 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 the world uh, after this COVID lockdown. Okay, you mentioned the word liberal, and I know that in Europe and in Asia it means something completely different from what it means in the USA, where liberal uh, means socialist, but in Europe and Asia, liberal means libertarian from the US. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, the liberal in in America would be like, they would have a new term called neo, neo-liberty, something like that, and they are cl somehow close to uh, socialism. But I, I, I'm not very familiar with uh, U.S. politics. And some countries in Asia, uh, people want liberty a lot because uh, the, the formation of a government and the social system, uh, they have less freedom than the people from, uh, from the West. So uh, 
uh, the people would want to have more freedom. But Hong Kong, uh, other than political freedom, uh, you have the freedom of speech and you have the freedom of uh, your your property ownership, uh, including owning Bitcoin. Well, this is very important. Uh, free flow of information. And I hope it can sustain. I hope so too, Sam. I was also wondering if people are in Hong Kong and they want to join your meetup, how can they contact you? Well, uh, I have, uh, uh, I recently I opened a Nostr account, uh, especially for the big, uh, Bitcoin meetup. And also, uh, we used to have, uh, well, uh, we have a Bitcoin, uh, sorry, we have a meetup.com account. We run it for many years. So if you search a Bitcoin HK and you can find us. So we can share the link and uh, the, the uh, Nostr pub, and, and, and pub key for the people who want to join uh, Bitcoin Meetup. All the Meetup is in monthly basis. So uh, the next Meetup will be in October. Uh, the last Meetup uh, is yesterday. I, I, I mean, uh, was yesterday. And it's raining, it's raining like cat and dog. And today we have a, a once in a century flooding in Hong Kong because of a very, very heavy uh, 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 rainfall in Hong Kong, not seen in a century. So, uh, well, um, anyway, I hope everyone are safe and just uh, check out our <clears throat> Noster and uh, meetup.com so you can uh, find us. Yeah, I'm very happy that you're doing this, Sam, and I appreciate your dedication. I feel like today I've learned something new about a part of the world that doesn't get mentioned too often on the news. We don't know too much about Hong Kong. We don't know too much about mainland China, except for the moments when China bans Bitcoin. I think that's the only actual moment when you we learn more about what's going on there. Actually, I should ask you, is there any Bitcoin mining in Hong Kong that you're aware of? Well, I think there's become mining in Hong Kong, but it would be in a small and private scale. Just like some people went to uh, a warehouse and uh, put their mining gear there. But uh, the electricity fee, the electricity cost in Hong Kong, uh, before the Ukrainian, the war in Ukraine, uh, Ukraine uh, Hong Kong electricity fee is still high comparing with the some country uh, in the Western world. But nowadays, Hong Kong electricity is not very expensive comparing with other parts of the world. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, this is not effective to mine in Hong Kong because uh, although the electricity fee is not very high in Hong Kong, but there's no plan for the electricity company to have some wholesale electricity for the last scale Bitcoin miner. So the Bitcoin miner won't have, uh, ma don't have many discount when they op uh, set, up, uh, set up Bitcoin mining in Hong Kong. So apart from the uh, crypto or Web3 uh, policy, I would like the government to consider to uh, 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 um, research on the Bitcoin mining, because Bitcoin mining is the way uh, to connect to the green energy. 
uh, well, it is the wrong impression that Bitcoin produce pollution or what. Uh, it is true that Bitcoin consumes a lot of energy, but all energy pay pay as well because um, many many uh, renewable source uh, power plants. Um, their their power resource. Uh, I mean, their power source are not reliable enough to be put on the power grid. Uh, with the Bitcoin mining operation, um, the the startup. I mean, the uh, the green the green energy startup can have a better financial position to sustain their uh, green uh, uh, green energy plant. So uh, it's a mutual, I mean, uh, um, mutual benefit between uh, Bitcoin mining and uh, green energy. So you can see that if you see Bitcoin mining as an individual industry, this industry is the most clean uh, industry in the world compared with other industry like financial industry or what. They all use fossil fuel, but Bitcoin, um, more than half of the Bitcoin mining are using green energy. Yeah, I very much agree with you, Sam. And I'm going to try to send you a copy of my latest magazine that's called Breaking FUD, which has a lengthy article on the topic of Bitcoin mining. Maybe you can use this at your meetup. Maybe you can show it to people. It has 10 articles about the top 10 most common misconceptions about Bitcoin. If you're watching the screen right now, I'm not sure if you are, but it looks like this. And it's available okay. for sale in two places in, no, three places in Europe. I'm going to make sure I send you a copy so that you, you can take a look at it, see if you like it. Maybe it helps you, maybe it doesn't. If it doesn't, at least you can add it to your collection. Also, your NPUB from NoStar was added to the description of this video. The name of the account is at Sam L on Noster, and it's called Bitcoin HK Meetup. Follow them if yeah. you're interested to see what's happening and what's going on in Hong Kong with Bitcoin. I think it's an interesting part of the world. It's different from China in some regards. It has some autonomy, and it's interesting to see that there are passionate people who try to use Bitcoin non-custodially and get together and talk about stuff. And I'm very grateful for your time here, Sam. I hope that you're going to succeed in bringing more people and increasing Bitcoin education in your area. And you're pretty courageous that you're doing this in an, an environment that's more adversarial than in the U.S. or Europe. So thank you very much for this. Do you have any thank you for closing notes? Thank you. Okay. Shop and Bit is the online store where you can buy anything with your Bitcoin. Choose between more than 800,000 products, book flights and hotels, and order everything else through the concierge service. With Shop and Bit, you can buy your weekly groceries, get the latest iPhone, upgrade your computer, buy something sexy for your new girlfriend, book a trip to El Salvador through the travel hacking service, and also grab a copy of the latest Bitcoin takeover magazine to read in the airplane. Everything is integrated with a familiar shopping experience 
experience that doesn't track you and deletes your data after the order gets completed. You also get a 3% discount if you pay in Bitcoin. Try Shop and Bit today and use promo code BTCTKVR for a five euro discount on your first order. Thank you for listening, guys, and make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already. I'll see you in the next one.